0: Welcome to No Applause, Just a Clap, and continuing the theme of several months now, Deb is exhausted and Doug is. Doug.
1: Hello. Yeah. I'm Doug.
0: You've been dug. I'm, uh. you have been dug, I'm not. If you've just been dug. Well, I
1: know. Well, you've heard of a. What is it? Uh. What's what's the Sancho? Um. Dirty Dirty Sanchez? Dirty Sanchez. Uh. You've never heard of a Dirty Nigber?
0: I don't think we can talk about that, Doug, without things getting very, very awkward.
1: Instead of a poop mustache, I write, you have the herps on the wall and leave.
0: Well, guess who's never getting laid again?
1: Nope. And I don't have herps. Like, that's the worst part of that joke.
0: I just have this... You know, you and I have talked about this quite a few times, and I've actually been meaning to do something with it, but since apparently I have absolutely no creative output or... Any type of taking in creatively, because I'm exhausted all the time, and all I do is work and sleep and take care of my dick bag cats. Um, you and I have been meaning to do a project for a very long time about the difference between being lonely and being alone.
1: I am a walking, yeah. Okay. Well,
0: no, it's 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 kind of about the the essence of loneliness. I was going to say, and there is a very very, you know, we we toe the line all the time of being mm. lonely and being alone, because for the mo- I, and I'm I'm not alone. You know, in the romantic sense. No, just just do it. You got nails? Yes, I do. Uh, for those of you who are listening, I am now opening Doug's bread bowl.
1: I trim my claws. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> bear claw. I'm just waiting to drop some change I won't be able to pick up later.
0: But, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm not alone in the romantic sense, but I, I do spend a lot of my time, and I prefer to spend a lot of my time by myself.
1: Nothing Physically and mentally,
0: yeah. Like I said, I, I don't have a problem being alone.
1: I'm very I'm, I'm very insular. Like, I do a lot of stuff on my computer. I watch a lot of movies on my I know. like
0: to think of it as more I'm very compartmentalized, where I compartmentalize a lot of parts of my brain and my life, so they don't okay. necessarily, okay. Con- I was going to say, interact or, you know, have, have terrible repercussions. Oh, well, that sounds like I'm doing awful things.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyhow... Yeah, you and I have, have we, and I've talked about this with a few other people, there is a big difference from being lonely and being alone.
1: But weirdly enough, very thin line to tap dance it. Well,
0: it's just one of those things where it's like one of those, I'm alone, I'm alone, I'm alone, and then one thing happens, or you have one stray thought, and you're like, wow, I just crossed the line. Now I'm in lonely territory.
1: Yeah. I actually talked a lot about that on Dan. Uh, my, my, uh...
0: Damn your acute mental neuroses.
1: Yeah, my, my masturbatical.
0: Is that what you're gonna call it now? Oh, crap, I had something I wanted to
1: show you before we started recording. Crap, you had something for that.
0: No, I, 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 a friend of mine that I, uh, met randomly playing Ingress. No judges. No judges. But, um, since he is Czech, he has a, a second, English is just a second language, and he said like one of the best sentences I think I've ever read ever. Let me see if I can find it for you. I'm very sorry I'm having to look this up right now, but it it, it actually is completely fantastic. Oh, and he forgot his headphones too.
1: Yes, but I remembered mine. That's the difference.
0: Hmm. Uh, and actually, he was talking about being drunk, which is awesome. Hold up. Here it is. This. Here we go. In downtown, yeah, I guess so. It only makes me sad that they can drink and I can, uh, drink when I go to work because he works third shift, so he works midnight to eight a.m. So we're talking about him trying to go into work on Patty's day and it just being a fucking nightmare. Right. Sober and melancholic. That might be the greatest sentence I've ever read.
1: Sober and melancholic.
0: I mentioned this to another friend of mine, and he says, melancholic, more like melancholic. I'm like, oh my god, just describe me and 70% of the people I know.
1: Melancholic? We're
0: all melancholic.
1: Yeah. I'll give you that.
0: No, we don't do it on purpose. But for the most part, we spend a lot of our time melancholy.
1: Yeah. We're, yeah, one bad day away from a Morrissey song.
0: Sorry, there's a lot of laughter in my head right now. Yeah. Twisting the
1: Morrissey knife.
0: Well, I introduced you to a Tumblr today called This Charming Charlie, which is Peanuts cartoons with the lyrics substituted for Smith's and Morrissey lyrics. Uh huh. And I haven't even found the best ones to show you yet. Go ahead. Not a
1: big fan of Morrissey.
0: You're not a big fan of Morrissey, but still, when you read these. Like the
1: Smiths. Don't like Morrissey. You know like what? the sugar cubes, hate Bjork.
0: Well, yes. You know why things like that are the way they are? It's because they had people to rein them in.
1: Absolutely. Twin Peaks. A really good example in terms of pop culture. Yeah, thing. like I
0: said, you had people to rein them in. Because mm-hmm. they're people that are just wildly, fantastically creative, but sometimes you need people to kind of shape that. Keep you to, in to, check. To, exactly. Absolutely. Well, you and I do that for each other.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: I was going to say, where you kind of need something to rein you in and make you a little bit less, you know, hey, let's go this way and do this. Oh, wait, this only makes sense to me because everybody else doesn't have these connections that I It's, do. uh, Hardwick's... This constellation doesn't make sense.
1: Uh, it's... Hardwick's all thing about, uh, when he laughs too hard at a joke, it's too inside his own head, and not a good joke. For stand-up. Well, what's the
0: what's the comedian joke? Um, unless it makes somebody else laugh, it doesn't count. Yeah. Yeah. When you do something, unless you make somebody else laugh with it, it doesn't count.
1: Right.
0: Awesome.
1: And we got here from loneliness. And making. Do you think laugh. that
0: comics and making people laugh aren't some of the loneliest people you've ever met?
1: Com- oh, comedians. I yeah. mean, like I said, I mean. Oh, they're people. all. I mean, they. Hardwick
0: they... in particular have talked about it a lot. Where you're a comedian because there's something broken.
1: And uh, Patton talks about the the his comedy coming from depression.
0: Yeah, no, I, I completely and utterly agree. I mean, comics may be worse than strippers.
1: But at least they get to keep their clothes on. Thank God.
0: How crazy did you think a stripper was?
1: If hey, guys, I'm going to talk about my check for,
0: what well, I was going to say, during the duration of this Ario Ario speed Speedwagon wagon
1: song. <laughs> yeah. Alright, let's get into the whiteboard.
0: Oh, should we move on? Fine. We'll talk about something that I actually don't know if we touched on last week at all Shenanigans on Nerd Poker
1: Oh, we're jumping right to that uh, yeah,
0: No, I don't want to start out with a product review Oops.
1: Again um, Suck it, bitch So um, I listen to Nerd Poker uh, It's a fantastic podcast on Airwolf um, I was telling you uh, I believe off air last week That uh, most of the characters uh, Seemingly died
0: well, can you give us a little
1: backstory on what Nerd Poker actually is? Uh, Nerd Poker is a long-running, well, it's a, basically a campaign in D&D, mm-hmm. um, which coincidentally the next episode of Community is called Advanced, Advanced, and the Dragons.
2: Can't
1: wait! Yep. So, um, it's basically a D&D game with Brian Posehn, Blaine Capach, who writes on At Midnight, mm-hmm. and from Comedians of Comedy, um... Ken Daly, yeah. some girl named Sarah, um, their DM, Sark, who works for Machina, um, the uh, video game tech uh, YouTube company, it's like the nerdest for video games. Pretty much. Um, really good stuff coming out of Machina, but uh, he works for them. So it's,
0: long-running uh, K- it's a long-running D&D It's a long-running, yeah. And
1: I've been listening to it for, I think, since probably the second or third episode They're on episode 60-something. Um, I've been listening to, to for literally over a year. Um, and it's just a D&D game, pretty much recorded. Um, I've gotten to the point where I'm emotionally connected to most of the characters. Sorry. Off-air, we talked about how when Brampo Saint's first character died, Aman, uh it's named after Aman Amar, so it's Amarth Amon, uh, who was like a barbarian giant... Uh, who died a very bad death, falling down a lot of levels of railings. Um, and he rolled up, a uh, Damien Wormwood Darkerman, who we talked about. Yeah. Um. The
0: Judas Priest. The,
1: the, the Priest of Judas. Yes. mm mm-hmm. <laughs> And he gets more metal every, every show. He, uh, dresses like he's in Hot Topic and always rolls his eyes. Like, that's in the characters. I, once again, I, and I think we've talked about this, I love character ex- eccentricities. Um, I believe we talked about this uh, several weeks ago about uh, when I um, conceptualized the character I wanted to play called Scondo, um, who was a jovial dwarf who... Um, there, was,
0: there was something else in that, though. Where did Scondo come from?
1: Scondo came from um the baker at my at my day job uh talking about Doe
0: oh, Scone Yeah.
1: And I went oh that sounds like a D&D character and then I immediately drew like a dwarf with like a like a celtic cut like battle axe no, and, and, and a and a, fla- and a flag and a flag and a you know a, a wineskin. skin. I
0: said no you immediately drew up Scondo and then I was going to say continue to develop him from there. Uh
1: yeah. Uh he has the nice eccentricity that he has the lust for life. yet a death wish. <laughs>
0: I think you like duality in people. I think that's one of the things you've always enjoyed with a lot of the characters that you like to follow and like to write, is you enjoy the duality. Kind of that terror it, Exactly. That's why Double yeah. Negative has always... We talked about the idea of Double Negative before, your we Batman did. villain,
1: mm-hmm.
0: is one of the things that's always kind of intrigued you, is that the character that doesn't like duality, but I mean, essentially every superhero at the core is...
1: And a lot very, of the, and then a lot of the characters I write are very um, dichotomous in terms of they just want to be left alone to do their own thing, but they're always kind of drawn back into this world that they are innately always going to be a part of, but they want to deny it.
0: But I mean, Doug, that's kind of us. We really just want to be left alone to do our own thing, but we have to do all these other things to be able to function in the world that we I, are I in these many exact moments.
1: I don't know how many times I've talked about the characters I've written, and and always three out of five of them I go, well, it's, a, per- it, it's, it's a, a matter woman, but it's a person of convenience. Like, they just are doing what's convenient, they don't want to be bothered, they just want to do whatever they're doing and be left alone. Um...
0: It's starting to get sad. Let's go back to... Let's go back to... Uh, to nerd poker. Nerd poker. Uh, real quick. You so and I are both like, oh, we just want to be left alone. But then we have to do that thing for money to pay for the things that we like. Which means that we have to... And then we have to go back to we world. just want to be
1: left literally alone and then there's a tap dancing of alone and loneliness. Um.
0: I'm sorry, one of my cats is doing something. up the so, uh, He has his face like stuffed under the front
1: door trying to smell something. No, he stopped doing it. Oh. But still. Um, so, Nerd Poker, I've been listening to it for over a year. I've gotten emotionally invested in these characters. Uh, recently, they were put in a position by the DM um, that shit was exploding, basically. It was and about
0: to go down!
1: They, they literally accidentally ignited an entire pit full of gunpowder, effectively. Um, and one of the characters went out in a blaze of glory, which was great. Was that hilarious? Suicide bombing man rats. And, uh... Excuse me. And you don't know, like, who's gonna be around. And, uh, you and I talked about this. Yeah. Uh, now we're getting into kind of what you don't know. So the next episode, it's like, well, what's gonna happen? What now? You know, who survives? What happens? They're trapped in this cave. They're... What
0: was, was... there going to be anybody left to greet the new characters?
1: Yes, all, all of the pre established characters. Because so, I mean, uh, when a
0: group dies, how are you supposed to tie that back into the storyline? Nothing, you, you already start have start a existing? new campaign. You no, you can't. You can't just have them jump back into the campaign. And no, 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 no.
1: But you start a new campaign in another part of kind of the overall exactly, story. Exactly. it's just one
0: of those, well, all this work I did as the GM, uh, it's done. I need to go work on something else now. Like I said, you need to have one person to draw the storyline on, which is why, you know, you have to end sitcoms or dramas when all of your actors quit on you.
1: Actually, yeah. Um, Brian Sane, Blanket Patch, Sarah, and uh, Ken Daly mm-hmm. um, have all woken up uh, healed. In quotes, healed. Uh, in kind of a pri- uh, like prison cells, they've each been in, in They've been isolated. Yes, but they're all in like kind of a kind of a jail cell environment. So
0: within yelling. Like a, a cell block, yes, okay. yeah.
1: And they start taking mental inventory. Of oh, do I have my spells memorized? You know. That so forth and so on. You're
0: establishing your environment and your abilities.
1: And then they take physical, they take a physical, um, what did I just say? Inventory. Thank you. Physical inventory of, of themselves, and realize they're in rat bodies.
0: Oh, thank God. Not rats. man-rat,
1: not man-rat, exactly. Actual rats.
0: What the fuck are you gonna do with a rat body on a campaign?
1: Well, so far there's been a bit of divine intervention from their fallen comrade, uh, Sir Richard, who got them out of the cages? Uh, and now they're exploring, um, you know, hallways to the sides of hangars, and these five foot tall man rats were two hundred and fifty you know feet to them. Um, so that ought to be interesting.
0: How are you going to write yourself out of this corner?
1: Well, I mean, tell you what. Here, here's the best part of it. I don't care how they become human again.
0: Best. Quotation marks.
1: I don't care how they become human or human, uh dwarven, dragonborn, whatever again. They had to roll they they came across a mouse trap.
0: Was it baited with peanut butter?
1: Cheese. <laughs> and they had to roll saving throws against the biological instinct to just go for the cheese.
0: I like that they thought that through, but still. How are you getting yourself out of this one? You wrote yourself
2: into a corner.
1: I don't think so. Uh, Sark's... Uh, as much as... Uh, there's a guy on it, uh, Jerry Duggan, who writes, uh, co-writes Deadpool uh, with Posain. um, He has a habit of always going, I shitty fucking DM, as a joke. Um, Sark uh, is an amazing DM. Yeah. Um, once again, this show has reignited my love of... And it's reignited it a long time ago. Or, or, you know, within a year. Um, my love of D, d uh, to the point where I'm I'm I am talking to people about doing a game night, uh, that will not become a show. But uh but doing a game night and I'm gonna pass on that one. You should totally get in on it. No,
0: I was never a big D D fan. I think it's clunky and ridiculous. A different tabletop, yes.
2: Not so Um uh, it depends
1: on, on what edition you're playing. Um I they they kinda it. they they went they went they started with four and then kinda Re-engineered it or, or uh, reverse-engineered back to second edition, which fourth edition had easier math. Um, cause you're rolling over things instead of, uh, or you're rolling under things instead of over things. I wonder if the
0: microphone can hear how fucking windy it is outside.
1: Uh, probably not actually, mm. but it is windy. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited for it to get like a D and D game night together. Um, unfortunately. Everyone's looking at me to be the DM, and I'm like, but you I want to play. Like sure. I want don't to want play. Okay. Um, I'll be the DM if I fucking have to, which is great because I'll be playing with a lot of young players, who, if I pull um, inspiration from um, movies and books and such, they'll have no idea what the fuck's going on because they've never seen or read them.
0: You, you know who you want your DM to be? Sarc. No, you want it to be all that.
1: I do want the DM to be out Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I'll get you on tape real quick. Yes, sir. You're talking about wanting to be on a tabletop game. We are actually, and I talk about this on DAMN.
0: About oh, Heroclix?
1: We have seen movement on the Things Get Dicey front.
0: Yay!
1: Which is, that's... And I'm not,
0: very sorry I have not made it over to get you Heroclix in a while. As we know, like I said, Deborah's life has become very narrow as of late.
1: I'm sure there's a portal at the Wizard's Titties. There actually is. Duh.
0: No, there, there's totally a portal at the Wizard's Titties. Uh, one of my friends in the game has been maintaining it for a while.
1: Should you go help me? After
0: out? one of my rivals, whose name makes me want to punch him in the face, knocked it out after I had it for quite some time. This player's name is Beard His well, you've talked name about him before. His name alone makes me want to punch him in the face.
1: Sad part is he's clean shaven.
0: Not that I know of.
1: Oh. Oh, do you know him? Seen him? Uh,
0: I have not physically met him. He apparently lives right near one of the portals that I like to maintain to irritate him, and has seen me, but I did not really feel... At the point in time, I was very busy and didn't have time to stop and meet him, and also didn't want to, because he makes me angry.
1: And he's on the, the opposite faction.
0: Yes, he's a, he's an opposing faction member. My problem with him is that if you're going to play the game, play it right, and he plays like a dickbag and plays it shitty.
1: Shitty or without honor?
0: Shitty. It's not okay. without honor, it's just shitty. Okay. There is a certain amount of craftsmanship in some of the things you have to do. Yeah, if you're gonna do it, do it fucking right. Okay. Moving on. Because
1: I know I've played games where I'm like...
0: No, no, it's, it's, it's not an, an...
1: You're playing... It's you're, not
0: an integrity issue. Yeah. Like I said, it's not an integrity issue at all.
1: I mean, I'm playing a uh, game where I've got a lot of PvP stuff, and I'm like... I, I realized I can make more points losing.
0: I'm sorry, I was just thinking about uh, your infection game again. Sorry, go ahead.
1: Migber has eradicated the world. Oh,
0: actually, I was thinking about Face AIDS. Face AIDS. What, what's the name of the, the free version that you can uh, The
1: free version is Infection.
0: And the premium version?
1: Uh, Plague or Plague Inc. I
0: was going to say, a friend of mine is playing one called Pandemic, and he was developing a pandemic called quote-unquote face aids and trying to destroy the world, but he kept getting stopped at Madagascar, because Madagascar only has one port going in and going out, so if they close their port, you're pretty much done.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, you go, oh, I want to pick like a a North American country, but they've got really good scientists and a lot of money to do the cure. Wouldn't Um,
0: Eastern Europe be a good place to start?
1: Eastern Europe, India is my big... I'll, I'll spoil that right now. India is a big...
0: It's a good place to start good place. infection.
1: Well, it's urban, it's wet. I mean, you've got the bovine thing, the ports, the airports. I mean, just... I mean, New Delhi's a huge airport, so you have a lot you can play around with in terms of mutating your virus or bacteria, depending on how far you're through. Yeah, we're all really apples.
0: I only have one, alright. What? However.
1: And, and by the way, Plague is not even the PvP game I was talking about a second ago that I need to finish off. But I, I literally figured out I can play, I can play shitty, I can play without honor. Like, I realized that um, instead of taking out big guys for more points, I can lose on purpose and just pick off little morons. Aww. And it's like, I feel really bad because it it's like... I'm a level, whatever, 70 something, and they're like, well, I'm a level 30. I'm like, well, you're fucking dead. Um, and I'll take your fucking points. And uh, I can. Totally not uh, being Abraham Lincoln. Can... No, because my main character is a vampire, and they are enemies.
0: Well, you know the quote, right?
1: Abraham Lincoln and vampires are enemies?
0: Whatever you are, be a good one.
1: And I'm a dick. Okay, then. I wear my asshole badge of pride. So the
0: Closing
1: Time song. Speaking of people that, uh, yeah, tabletop games. Um, I don't know if you know this. I didn't. The song Closing song uh, closing. closing Time by Semisonic. But, Which you know, we had to
0: look up, by the way. We had no we, idea who it was by. What, what did you say, Verpipe?
1: I did say birdpipe.
0: But yeah, semi-sonic.
1: The Diet coca Blur. Yeah. Um, that song is about the birth of his first child.
0: Well, that's depressing.
1: No, it's actually really neat. It's like, he goes, you know, um, you know, closing time, you know, time to get out. Uh, there'll be no room until your brothers and sisters, you know, there'll be no room for your brothers and sisters until you leave. And I'm like, he's totally talking about a womb. As if it were a bar. Totally changes the meaning of the song. Mind blown.
0: See, so now I just think it's stupid.
1: Oh, it's like learning that uh, Guns N' Roses used to lovers about a dog. That ruins it.
0: No, that just makes me sad, actually. Poor dog.
1: Why didn't Axel Rose die and the dog ate him? That'd make me happy. That'd be a
0: much better sound. Mm-hmm. It? Hmm. Mm. So following up on something I've said previously, I got a new external battery, an anchor. Seriously, this might be the happiest a product has made me in any type of memory. Like, the more that I use it, the better that it is. I have yet to be able to run this battery down to zero, even after four days of use, without plugging it in and recharging it. It's a And
1: in case you're... <laughs> In case you're wondering, you didn't listen last week. Uh, this is a rechargeable cell phone and tablet. It's,
0: it's, it's an external battery. I can use it for anything with a. Uh, Not USB. a dildo. Yeah, anything with a USB.
1: Because everything you just said five seconds ago had... You got smacked for that. Don't care. Worth it.
0: But well, yes, like I said, I can use it on my tablet. I can use it on my cell phone and my iPod. It's fantastic. I can be out for God knows how many hours... You know, playing with my cell phone, having the screen on all the time, listening to music, listening to an audio book, listening to podcasts, and it, I don't have to worry about my phone dying. Say whatever smart-ass thing you're thinking. It's so
1: funny when you think it's a dildo.
0: I want to hit you with my whiteboard. <laughs> Look at my face. You're like,
1: oh, average chronic bitch face. Alright, cool. <clears throat> hours of enjoyment even when I'm on my cell phone or my tablet Suicide Squad (laughs) is my new nickname (laughs) Ah, you hit the floor with it sorry Suicide Squad Um, Arrow took a week off Um, because actually I'm not sure on that one Um, what do you think well the Olympics are over and it's not competing with anything else I watch
0: yeah, have no a point there. Uh, Wednesdays. Wednesdays,
1: ooh. Yeah, Arrow's the only thing I watch on Pretty Wednesdays. Pretty much, yeah. What else is th- nothing? Oh, I need to get the King of the Nerds finale. Fuck, we'll talk about that next week. Um,
0: god, watching the first episode of that, I can't believe you watched the whole series. Uh, it's just the, the first series or the yeah, second? Yeah, it was just uncomfortable and annoying.
1: The yeah, oh god, the first episode, or first two episodes of um, each season are just you're just like. I don't know if I can hang. And then you get, like... like you're like, so. oh, okay. like. But the first couple of episodes, like, when they're all doing, like, their weird nerdisms, you're like, I'm embarrassed for you. For me. And for everyone. For the country.
0: Yeah, exactly. Couldn't hang.
1: For the internet. Like, there's, yeah, that fucking wormy guy in the second season who keeps going, where are they forsaken? Because he's, like, one of the top, uh, like, 25 um, World of Warcraft players. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's a fantasy writer.
0: Anyways, Arrow.
1: Skipped a week. I happened to catch the title for next week's episode. And you or got it. at time of this recording, it'll be... Uh, or this at uh, time of release, it'll be um, this week's episode. Um, Suicide Squad. I don't think they're planning a spin-off, but you're going to have Deadshot. Mm-hmm. You're going to have Shrapnel. Who I didn't realize does not even look like him. Is... Simon Tam from Serenity and Firefly.
0: Seriously?
1: Yeah, it's Sean Mar. Huh. Yeah. Didn't yeah, I was like, wait, what? He was on Arrow. It,
0: it's been a while since we've seen him, but still.
1: Uh, he's on a lot of um Canadian. Sorry. Oof,
0: sorry, it was stuck.
1: He's on a lot of the Canadian sci-fi shows like oh, okay, uh, so. uh w- Warehouse Thirteen and all that kind of crap, and uh, that one that we on. Um. Uh, San- uh sanctuary. No. Sanctuary, right? Haven. No, that's no. Is it
0: called sanctuary? I think so. Man, we'll we're look all it underground and post-apocalyptic. We'll, we'll look
1: it Yeah. Um. But yeah. So you've got a uh, dead. Which I know you like, Deadshot. Um, I do. Uh, Deadshot, Shrapnel, um, Amanda Waller, Bronze Tiger. Um
0: anybody else just imagine a figurine of a bronze tiger anytime time you say that no but that's because i read
1: comics and i know how badass bronze tiger is um bear in mind i like his arrow incarnation way more than his comic incarnation because he dresses like a fucking knockoff craven the hunter it's like i have a tiger vest and i'm like well it's a little on the nose um
2: tune in next
0: week to hear Doug and Deb talk about craven
1: I don't care if they bring back caven Craven. Oh! Oh! Fuck, that's totally coming out next week!
0: Next week, um...
2: Next
1: week Spoiler is... alert!
0: Deborah will be taking some time off to go do a thing, and so we have a filler episode. Mm-hmm. So there will be a discussion about...
1: Craven. We we deconstructed the song uh, teaser. Stop spoiler. talking
0: about comic books or, or all I'll kill, kill you.
1: you. Mm-hmm. Um... So anyway, so Suicide Squad. I'm very excited. Apparently, Diggle will be a part of it, so I'm very interested to see how that is played off. Because remember, they saved his like ex. Was it his ex wife? His ex wife, yes. She kind of like gets caught up with Waller and what is the name of the? um, It's not um, not Cadmus. What is it? Uh, Argus. Argus is, like, the weird government agency in in Arrow... Okay, yeah. um, ...that Waller works for, and, uh... But I guess the ex-wife gets pulled in, and, like, Diggle gets pulled in, so... It's one of those, like, you've got... kind of Deathstroke and Brother Blood on one front with... Green Arrow, Mm -hmm. as I'll call him for right now. And then, like, on this other weird front, you've got, like, Diggle and the Suicide Squad, and I'm wondering when the two shall meet. You know, when, like oof oof when the culmination is those. well especially cuz you, you you know you want to see it's one of those when you see um Slade Wilson uh meet Ollie for the first time
0: oh so in awkward. the present you're and it's like, like eh. cringe inducing you're like
1: but let's let's put Diggle and Deadshot on the team oh with my. with the ex-wife no it's the the sister-in-law that works at the diner even I was gonna still, say, though. If
2: you
0: remember, the last time they were in a room together was in the Russian prison to save his ex-wife.
1: Yes, and that's I believe Waller finds him after that, and it's like. Like I said, they had. am putting team a team up. together, very Avengersy. Like I
0: said, they had to team up to uh, escape the prison and save, save his ex-wife. It, was it Lila? Is that I her name? I don't remember
1: her name. Or that—that's his connection in Argus, I think. That they kind of flirt, and it's like, oh, there was a thing, but it was kind of like in the heat of battle.
0: So, Avengers.
1: Avengers two. They assemble. Oh yes. So. You I mean,
0: like they assemble. I don't. Yeah. Battlebots um, assemble. Um. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead.
1: So Marvel released a new uh, animated feature, uh, Avengers Confidential: Punisher, Black Widow. So I'm
0: trying really hard not to laugh right for my nose
1: that's alright if you saw this movie you would have been vomiting um you hated it here's my thing and I talk a little bit about this on Damn, and I make the caveat on Damn that I'll be talking more about it on this show here's my thing you know Deb as how much I love the DC animated universe oh yes Shape me in a myriad of ways. I was going
0: to say, you've introduced me to a lot of things that you're very passionate about that I've
2: enjoyed greatly. The,
1: the joke where that you keep seeing the the, tra- the teasers for the next week's Justice League, and every episode I go, oh, that's a really good one. And you go, Yeah, well, because why do you keep saying that? I'm like, because they're all really good ones once you get to Unlimited.
0: Like I said, no, I was going to say, since I got an actual digital antenna, and I now get Saturday morning cartoons, I watch Justice League Unlimited, and you normally show up at my house to record right about when those are airing. Uh-huh. Which, of
1: course, puts us back half hour. But
0: once again, you know,
1: hugely influential, uh, uh, hugely influenced by the DC animated universe. I was very excited when Marvel got into animated features, um, especially because their first uh, two were um, based on Mark Miller and Brian Hitch's uh, The Ultimates. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing DC is looking to Marvel. For kind of a blueprint about how to build their, People kind
0: of kick their ass on the.
1: Uh... Yeah, so DC's looking to Marvel on how to build their cinematic universe. Marvel, you need to take a page out of DC's book and look to them on how to build an animated universe. So
0: you weren't a fan of
2: this.
1: I have not been a fan of, oh, I, I cannot think of one Marvel animated that I I've, I've been like blown away by loved, um, at all. I I cannot think of.
2: So no. Under, I liked I liked, So no under the red hood. I like.
1: Huh.
0: No under the red hood
1: here. No, once again, oh no, god, I love that. Which one do you like better, forehand or backhand? It's just Joker beating the shit out of Robin. I fucking love that one. Well,
0: okay, give me give me your big here. beefs on the new Avengers.
1: Yes, um, I like that Marvel's teamed up with. It's not Gonzo. It's um, Madhouse Animation Studio, which is an anime. Mm-hmm. Um, animation. Of, I want to so say. You
0: like the look of
1: it. Yes, it's it's the same animation i that did. I think I want to say it's the same one that did uh, Afro Samurai.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's out of that kind of same very high quality animation. Mm-hmm. I, so lo- it I love and I love. Looks great. And uh, yes, I, I mean it, it, if you like that sharp anime look, like you know, facially body, like, design-wise, if you like that, which I do, um, it's great. It looks great. On paper, you've got, uh, oh, I'm going to fuck up her name, um, it's not Julie, uh, what's her name? Uh, she's been married to Dexter. You know who I'm talking about. Oh,
0: God.
1: I, I want to say Julie Carpenter, but I'm not sure that's right. I think it's Jennifer. Jennifer Carpenter. Yes, you're right. Jennifer Carpenter, uh, Black Widow. Um, and in in that voice acting, here's my beef. Here's my biggest beef, is you're teamed up with a great animation house. If you look at DC, and you've been watching some of the Justice League, and I've, I've kicked you some of the movies and stuff.
0: Mine said it's more of an passing than anything else, but so we all know death never gets anything done.
1: But you know how big I freak out when a DC animated hits, because you know it's going to be, um, for the most part, you know it's going to be stellar voice casting, high-profile voice casting,
0: good story, great humor.
1: Great, I mean, yeah. Uh, the animation might be based on Michael Turner, it might be the Bruce Timm stuff. They change their styles and go to, you know, whatever. Whereas Marvel has that kind of defining anime look. It does. But the voice acting is fucking god awful.
0: Really?
1: Not high profile, not great. So they
0: didn't have a good
1: director. I literally, I've never watched an animated movie where I go, wow, the ADR is fucked. <laughs> The ADR is fucked. I
0: cannot believe they didn't have a
1: good director. And they had Margaret Liu, who worked, who's worked on, um, I believe, was worked on DC Animated before, and it it was well written. I liked it. It was kind of a globe trotting um, sci-fi mystery involving the Punisher and Black Widow, like I mentioned. Uh, you know, and, and Nicholas and, and Nick Fury, and it's got some original Nicholas villains.
2: Nicholas yeah, it turn, turns
1: out they both have AIDS and one of them is writing a letter in a mailbox or something. Um, right? That's all Nicholas Sparks, right? No. That's most of Nicholas Sparks. I like that Amazon recommended I read Nicholas Sparks after I repeatedly searched for better prices on uh, Assassin's Creed games. So I just kept Googling assassin over and over and over Where again. Why Nicholas
0: Sparks show up? I've and it me. was like,
1: if you, you've been looking for a lot of assassins. Can we recommend Nicholas Sparks? And what I'm are they like,
0: they're trying to balance you out. Yeah, after- they're trying to
1: chill me out. They're trying to fucking Xanax me. I was like, no. Nah. Fuck you. I just want to kill shit in fucking Spain. Um, okay, I think we're going to move
0: do. on unless you have some finishing thoughts about the Avengers uh, new animated.
1: It's, it's just I'm just floored by it. it's fucking and I talk about this very briefly. You're associated with Disney now. you have the studio resources to get the names to so get a telling good me voice director. They
0: need to quit
1: fucking around. Hey you know what? Your main demographic are two types of people kids and me. not me specifically, but people like you. But that 25... What
0: are you doing, Trogdor? I think the cat's trying to escape under the crack in the door.
1: Sounds like a book. Sounds like a new game in the book. Whoa.
0: Okay, we're gonna move Seth on. Said
1: Ripley to the space bishop.
0: Okay, we're gonna move on. hmm uh, I want to briefly touch on something. As anyone who listens knows, we are Denver-based shocking surprising i develop i was going to say i discovered the greatest new candy and soda shop ever so if you were down in uh, 16th street mall in Larimer square there's a really awesome uh, it's in uh writer square, uh, square yeah. yeah i was going to say the greatest candy and soda shop ever called rocket fizz yeah like any type of root beer or vintage soda pop or like any kind of weird candy like they actually candy
1: cigarettes they had old ha- cowtails
0: they had happy hippos I don't know what that is. Um, the company that makes Nutella, what's it called? But they make a little candy called Happy Hippos, which mm. are a little bit harder to find in the U.S. They're big over in the U.K. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, no, like, Rocket Fizz, this Steps Plug for you. Everyone go to Rocket Fizz.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll tag them in Twitter when we get there.
0: Full of win. So, uh, I think I've mentioned before that I actually have a few different... Um, network apps on my phone, because I like to have something playing in the background when I'm at work. Kay. And I have the CW app. They uh, recently started airing a new show called StarCrossed.
1: Which I saw on I saw on my internet queue, but I have no idea what it's about.
0: Don't. Ha! <laughs> StarCrossed is a basic plot about an alien culture crash landing on Earth, and C.W., could you please put a finer fucking point on this? It is so obviously a metaphor for race relations and mixed-race rela- uh, mixed relationships. I just want to tell them to fuck right off. Like, the basic premise is about seven of these alien teenagers starting to go to a high school for an integration program with the humans. Fucking really, C.W.? What was Could you take an easier fucking way out on this? What was the...
1: Was it Last Starfighter was the race relations sci-fi movie? I don't remember. Where, uh, there...
0: Wasn't Last Starfighter the one where he was really good
1: at the video game? No, what am I thinking of?
0: I I don't know what you're talking about. I want to say
1: it's Jeff Bridges, but that's Starman. Um, it's the, the human and, like, the alien are, like, trapped and, like, they both, like, wreck trying to fight each other, and they wreck on, like, this desolate planet and they have to learn how to, like, work together. Like, literally... Hopefully, hundreds of nerds right now are freaking out that I can't think of the name of this movie. I'm
0: sure the internet will t- tell us we're wrong. But like I said, the basic plot point on this is this alien race kind of wrecks here. And well, what they... are they called? I can't remember. I can't remember. I've do they, they have like a racist name for them? They they do. The racist totally. name for them, I believe, is taddies. Yep. I don't knew it well cuz they have these weird tattoo like marks on them which is yeah i know exactly see you should have seen the eye roll i did when oh you did the my god on that one.
1: i'm surprised i didn't pick up the eye roll on the mic when i just did it like i
0: said but here's the thing and it's just one of those things where it's like they have them isolated in what's called the sector which is so very obviously like an apartheid type ghetto
1: when they crash on earth
0: yeah afterwards when they segregate them like i said like i said it's so much very obviously so it's a camp
1: where they can concentrate
0: exactly I was going to say, and they're not allowed to have this quote-unquote technology, and they're just, it's just so ridiculous. And I'm just like, wow, you guys didn't even try here, did you? You're like, hey, this new generation doesn't know history and stuff. Let's do this.
1: They don't. They don't.
0: Which is funny, because you know what one of the other new big hits on the CW is, is a show called Rain, which is a dramatized- Rain. R. E. I. N.
2: Oh like to reign over.
0: It's a it's a dramatized version of uh, Mary Queen of Scots Rise to Power. Yeah.
1: CW. You cannot just put teens in stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, look what happened to Marie Antoinette. Didn't end well. No, but also that movie. My god. No. The, the pacing on that was so fucking oh. terrible. Oh, painful!
1: Legends of the Fall with powdered wigs. And you
0: had Ben Schwartzman in that. Ben <laughs>
1: Schwartzman was totally in something I just watched. He played like... Before uh. Death? No, no, no. He was, uh... back, you should. he was... He uh... oh, oh, he's in The Other Guys.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He plays the lawyer, Beeman's uh, assistant. Yeah,
0: he has a bit part in that.
1: Because you didn't like any of the movies I recommended, so I went back and rewatched them to refute you. And then I was Anger like...
0: Meant fucking garbage.
1: We agree to disagree.
0: Move it on. So Donald Sutherland hates poor people.
1: Oh good, we're on to Catching Fire. Um, I have had Oscar award nominated and winning films on my film queue for a while. But you know what? When I get home, I just kind of want to turn my brain off. So I watched Catching Fire. I'm not a huge Hunter Games fan.
0: Hunter Games? That's a new one.
1: Hunger. Did I say? What did I say?
0: Hunter Games. Yeah,
1: whatever. Well, that's her fucking skill. Because apparently she has to show a talent. And she doesn't want to show her talent because the talent is hunting. That's what they do in the Hunger Games or something. I don't know. I didn't read the fucking books. Um, but well, I do like it hilarious. more than Twilight. Um... So, I'm
0: interested to, you know, you need to read Divergent and then see the movie when it comes out. We'll I don't want to read Divergent. It's actually interesting. I just wish she hadn't had such a streamlined storyline. I want to see more of the expanded world.
1: I'm sure there'll be a spinoff if the movie makes money.
0: I guess we'll see. Maybe it won't go all city of bones. Oh.
1: oh I only watched because the guy from fucking Misfits was in it. Um,
0: God, those were such terrible books, too. Oh, God, yes. They were awful Oh, I got, I got,
1: like, what, two-thirds through the first one. Because I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll like it. Maybe this whole no, was, older people reading, like, young adult thing, maybe, maybe there's a thing here. No. No, there's not. Those were terrible No, there's books.
0: not. Okay, sorry, back to catching fire. Not to... Speaking
1: of young adult novels. I was going
0: to say not to completely destroy okay, you.
1: Okay, I didn't read the books, so... I did. It's very
0: odd, sitting in that movie, I knowing what's going to happen with two people that don't know what's going to happen. Because it's like, I know the more rounded story, because I read the books, I know what's going to happen because of the third book, so it's just one of those,
1: hmm. And you're like, how are they going to do the next two movies without Philip Seymour Hoffman Hoffman, uh, playing... Whatever his name is, Platonium Plutoni, Malarkey Field, or whatever the fuck his name is. They all really- have ridiculous goddamn names. Um, there
0: will never be a Dr. Katniss.
1: What does that even mean?
0: No, no, it was uh, in 30 Rock. He's, I think, giving Liz advice on baby names. And he was saying something about there never being a, a Dr. A Dr. Ca- Katniss.
1: Katniss, yeah. Um, kind of my kind of bullet point.
0: You've done burping Red
1: Bull? Jesus, Chad. That's what I've done at this show. You did it like four
0: times in
1: a row. Well, so insignificantly that I didn't even notice. And it was a bodily function, and it was my body. Um, Humans are gross. Yes, nothing pretty about the human body. One, yes, I've always referred to this movie as Donald Sutherland hates poor people. Also, not did does Donald Sutherland the, hate poor people, I didn't realize to the extent he hates poor people. He's like, Fuck you, District. Spoilers. Uh, fuck you, District. Is it 12? I
0: think it's 11,
1: actually. No, 12 is where she lives. That's right. Because 13 is on a radioactive wasteland.
0: 13 is quote-unquote destroyed, but if you read the third book...
1: Something happens. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Um, which I think might be the character uh, that's the next Game Master. <laughs> Shenanigans. Field hockey. <laughs> Chair's chair worth. Chairsworth. Yeah. <laughs> Shenanigans, <laughs> Shenanigans, Vlachy, <feel like> Chairsworth. <laughs> it might well, be the best character sh- name ever. But
0: now you're gonna have to draw it.
2: You realize? I will totally it draw. To it. To I can see it in my head story. right now.
1: Oh, he's got like uh, he has like the same hair that Will Ferrell had from Zoolander. Um.
0: I invented the piano key necktie. Oh God. Oh, sorry. So anyway. Oh. Um. More of your thoughts on Kenchic so yeah,
1: um, And let's talk about the districts real quick. Because I didn't read the books. I don't know how these are described in the books. All I know is that when they're taking the train, because they go from the poorest districts to, to the richest, the capital city, right? District oh. 1. Which in, actually, in, in, their, it's in, their supposedly victory in the
0: books tower. is Denver.
1: Denver is capital city. Well, that's not true because I blown up by a nuclear bomb in some of all fears. But, okay. Oh, really, but that makes sense because it's the middle of the country. There you go. Norad and uh, uh, come and divide.
0: Well, here's the thing: is that in the books, the districts all have very specific purposes for what they. I uh, was going to say what they export and their product. She lives in District Twelve. Their mines. output, yeah, it's coal, and so they have it's other the districts. South. Exactly, they have other districts where their output is, say, fish. They're they're they they harvest things from the sea, fish, shrimp, all that Further sort of south. stuff. Exactly. Okay. Um, I think it's District 11 that they show their farmers.
1: Yes? Oh, I just clawed your fucking shoulder like, oh my god.
0: Yeah, District 11, they're farmers, which is why they, they have the crops and the wheat. They're
1: all yeah, it didn't look like wheat in the movie. That... What did it look like? Well, let me tell you, as I was saying, they go from the poorest to the richest. Yeah. Okay, i to paint you a word picture real quick. Word picture? So, they're going through. They go to District 11. They are flummoxed by the amount of paramilitary presence. A little like stormtroopers, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, storm ninjas, I believe, is what they call them in Archery. Uh, it takes me a second, and then I realize wow, everyone in this district is black.
2: And I'll tell
1: you, what they're harvesting doesn't look a lot like wheat. Is it cotton? It looks a lot like they are literally picking cotton. And that's the first person you see die in that movie by shock trooper shot in the head as an old black guy.
0: You know, what's interesting is in the book, they actually never, ever said anything about race. They never identified any character by any specific race. Well, I'm
1: I'm wondering if... what You know, I forget, Suzanne... um, I wouldn't say Collins. Cooper, but Collins, thank you. Um, you know, I... You're in the middle of... And I'm not poking the bear on this one. Um, you're in the middle of reading my book that I wrote. Um, Sorry. No, I said I wasn't poking the bear, just relax. Um, but I, I, I've talked to you about other characters I've written, and I don't describe them in terms of race. I want you to kind of fill in your own type of thing.
0: Books actually in general unless they're making a specific point rarely say anything about race.
1: Um, to the point where I had someone read a, a short story I wrote and they went yeah da da, da da like blonde hair and I went oh no he's black in my head. Like he's African American in my head. And they went oh. Which is
0: interesting because that's something that happened in John Dies in the Act. Where he's talking to a character who's played by Apology Paul Malibu. Gimani the entire time but the actual character is an older black gentleman yeah. but the mental picture he had of Donald Well, I'm pretty sure him.
1: Donald Sutherland had killed. Because <laughs> now he doesn't like poor people, he's racist too. <laughs>
0: Donald Sutherland,
1: now you're racist. Nice. That might be the name of the episode. Um, Donald, Donald Sutherland, Sutherland, now you're racist. Cool now, now you're racist. racist. <laughs> <laughs> well, might, you know just, what? I
0: think we're just moving on. No, no, told-
1: no, no, I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not uh, done. I know, I know, I know, I know. Time's
0: a well, factor, Lois.
1: Uh, look up Fork and Love. Uh, Elizabeth Banks, dressed and acted like the drug ecstasy. I still do not understand... That's actually
0: kind of her description of the character the entire time.
1: You read the books. I don't understand the pageantry of her, the capital city... No, the
0: people that live in the capital city, they basically just have too much time and resources, so they spend all of their time making themselves... Yeah, with these eccentric looks and fashion statements and stealing their Stanley
1: Tucci, I mean... Like I said, I,
0: filling their time with excess and boredom and, yeah.
1: Because Stanley Tucci just chooses the scenery in every scene he's in. And I love Stanley Tucci. know no, that's
0: how the character is described and written in the book. It's but just god damn that fucking
1: ponytail.
0: Over the top. Like I said. Yeah, no, I,
1: I get it. Like, in media, okay, whatever. Think about it this way. Propaganda. Do you
0: remember when the Nazis invaded uh, Paris during World War II?
1: Yeah, it was right there. <laughs> Ow, okay, yes, I read about it.
0: Um, did you ever read any of the descriptions of what basically the elite class of um, Nazi-identified women were up to right after that happened? No. They basically, like, went insane with all of the resources that they had with everything that was available for them in Paris. The fashions, the parties, right. everything. It's the same type of thing. Yeah. No. It's, it's people that don't have an idea of anything that's happening around them and suddenly have all these resources open to
1: them. They're going to they're gonna paint themselves how they think they need to look. Literally paint themselves. Mm-hmm. The way, yeah. Um, and then second, uh, uh, fourthly even. Fourthly even. Second
0: and lastly. <laughs> and
1: second and then secondly and then the end. Um, you read the books. Uh, I brought this up. I showed you a picture of it because I was like, what the fuck? There's, there are servants in the capital city that look like. Oh, yes. That look like, I don't know, like a shitty R2 D2 meets dark man. Like, I don't even know how. To, like, they're bandaged with gauze, and you explained that they have had. They take away you,
0: their senses because they. Oh, too senses? I
1: thought they just cut out their, their tongues. When they become <laughs> too vocal of. I was going to say they become too inflammatory. Donald Sutherland yeah. uh, being a uh, racist porophobe. Um,
0: porophobe? Yeah. Did you just invent a new word?
1: Yeah, and I like it. Horrorphobe.
0: Okay, that's gonna be on Twitter later.
1: Mhm. Um, and it was just one of those I should the picture, picture, and I'm like,
0: <laughs> what the
1: shit is, is that thing? And you're like, oh well, they play a minor insigni- but significant role, and then I'm like, I assume they have some kind of. It's
0: just it's cranking. Pl- up. They,
1: they're like, they're like, they have some kind of jawa esque
0: Like I said, it's cranking up the. This is wrong. This is wrong. We're being manipulated. You know, cranking up the. The, everything here is wrong and we need to do it differently. Well,
1: and it seems like they would probably be like on the front lines of the uh, that resurrection, uh, insurrection of the capital city.
0: Well, you're just going to have to wait and see now, aren't you, Deb?
1: Well, I guess I will have to after it comes out on book. DVD months later. Oh, no, I'm not going to add on DVD.
0: It's not a particularly well written book.
1: But... It's Dude, I flipped it's a, it's through. A, I've, I, I have flipped through. I have flipped through, uh, not a YA, but I flipped through uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, and that is oh probably god. easily one of the worst books I've ever. The syntax, oh god. the it's, grammar, it's painful. The plot, the I've heard the pacing on the like second, second and third books are god awful. The
0: pacing is awful. It's also just one of those the, the, the characters' reactions to situations. What? What, what, what? Why? Still, so, moving on.
1: Handcuffs and butt plates.
0: The internet told me I was wrong. We only have one correction this time. We week. only have one
1: correction. Um, the movie I could not think of when the child uh, inherited the Minnesota Twins was Little Big League.
0: Gee, I wonder why we didn't remember that.
1: Um, I, I really should have uh, in terms of the fact that it was Right up there with The Rookie, uh, and Angels in the Outfield, and all of those. Isn't Rookie of the Year? Oh, you're right. The Rookie's a different movie about actual baseball players.
0: Yeah, see? Thank you. You're welcome. In Mistakes I Made This Week, and I will not expand on it because we're a little bit short on time, Cats Are Assholes.
1: We can just leave it there if you want.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Okay.
1: Yeah. I'm with you.
0: Yeah. Social Contract Asshole. As this will be going up, it is right... After St. Patty's weekend. Yes. We have talked before about amateur bar holidays. If you need an excuse to be a douchebag...
1: This is THE amateur bar holiday. This is Fat Tuesday, New Year's Eve... Valentine's with accents.
0: Valentine's Day.
1: Because we're all Irish on St. Patrick's Day.
0: You're all plastic patties.
1: Speak for yourself.
0: I'm the ginger here, bitch.
1: I was strawberry blonde as a child. God damn it! My original surname is Nyber. It's
0: so much less racist than your current surname. I know. Maybe we should start uh, pronouncing it like that.
1: There's no H. they Ellis Island it. Uh, and my middle name is spelled Celtic. Like it's spelled Scott Irish. It's A L A N.
0: Mm. But yes. My speak- name
1: is goddamn Scottish. Moving on. Sorry.
0: No, no, no. The social contract is basically don't use a drinking holiday as an excuse to be a douchebag.
1: No, use an excuse to quote Boondock sings.
0: Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I was talking to a friend of mine. He also works service industry. He, however, works in one of the more douchey areas of the city, and he was telling me that he may not actually have slept last night because he was going to have anxiety about what today was going to be like for him because he likes giving good service, and there's no way you can give Traising. service. I'm going to tell him you said that, and he's going to love it. He said, "There's no way to give good service on a day that busy. It's like you'll get a beer eventually."
1: Why did you just stop right before you said beer? There's no way to give gonna, good service on a day that busy.
0: You'll get a beer eventually. They're
1: pint horse. What effectively? I mean, no offense. I might not no, ever put no, my butt a day, no, pint the, horse, but that's no, what you are. No, on a day
0: that busy, that's basically what you are. You can't get good service, you can't be personal no, to people, you can't build the rapport that you like to get.
1: I worked at a burger joint during St. Paddy's that uh, they cleared our central room and had uh, bagpipe players and uh, little uh, Lord of the uh, Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Dance uh, people.
0: Traditional Irish mm, step yeah, dancers? Yeah, jigging,
1: su- jigging and such. Jiggin?
0: Jiggin. Wow, that doesn't sound racist at all.
1: Don't serve the jiggers! Oh, you've never seen Party Down. No, no,
0: no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Unfortunately, it makes me think of an episode of Draw Together when, uh, God, what? Foxy. Foxy Brown? Yeah, Foxy was in a spelling bee and she kept getting really upset about the word knickers. And they asked them to use that word, a sentence, and it said, Be careful when mixing your whites and colors while washing your knickers. Yikes. And she completely lost it. Wow, we're getting completely off topic here. Right. However, so, don't use a bar holiday name. not Sullivan is
1: racist. And a porophobe. Now, no, I really do want to wrap up on this because you know what, guys? Be careful. Uh, be safe. But be courteous, goddammit.
0: I think. Everything we've always ever tried to say with social contract, asshole, is try and be better than you are. Try and be more polite. Try and be more courteous. And try and be more understanding than you really want to be.
1: And end it on, on a on an Irish note.
0: Enjoy your Jameson.
1: Morris is a pity.
0: Who's that knocking at the door? Why, it's our super villain friend of the show, Solomon Grundy.
1: Hello. What
0: kind of summer reads would you recommend?
1: Grundy like Tom Clancy books.
0: Really? I'm a big fan of the Jack Ryan series myself.
1: Grundy no like Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan does not call Jack Ryan Jack Ryan. Grundy like third person.
0: Well, are you a big fan of the movies? I mean, what actor do you think portrayed Jack Ryan best?
1: Grundy like Han Solo, not Daredevil. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. Executive Producers, Deb Barnett and Doug Nickbur. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and BACN Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for almost bacon and banjo!